0: Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we are producing this podcast from and pay our respects to the Camargol people and their elders past and present. We also acknowledge the traditional owners of the land you are listening from today.
2: To cricket lovers around the world Australia is more than just the land of kangaroos
1: It's the land of the kookaburra More precisely, the red kookaburra ball Home to historic stadiums like the MCG and players who wear green and gold cricketers had always loomed large
2: in my mind they had contributed many of the creating legends of my early days growing up in india that's professor samir chopra an academic and writer and like many south asian migrants his love of cricket gave him a connection to australia when he first arrived and when i got here the friends and the colleagues that i had in australia were you know they were cricket fans too we had
3: something to connect with i found a home in some sense in australia Almost instantaneously, because Australia was a cricket playing nation.
0: I say, I don't like cricket. Duh. Hello. I
4: love it. Duh, duh,
1: duh, duh. Welcome to episode two of Colors of Cricket a podcast series that takes a closer look at the subcontinental fans, international players and community cricketers from an Australian perspective. I am Preeti Jabbal.
2: I am Kulasegram Sanchayan. In the last episode, we explored the South Asian boom in Australia and how it is shaping the cricketing landscape here. We heard from Australian players like Usman Kawaja, Lisa Stalekha and Gurinder Sandhu.
1: In this episode, we will look at how cricket unites communities in Australia, how rising numbers of South Asian migrants have changed cricket here, and how the game has helped them adjust to the Aussie way of life, make social connections, and find their feet in a new home.
5: Cricket, for me, means culture. I don't like cricket,
1: I love it!
4: This is Colours of Cricket.
1: No matter if it's a Hall of Famer, a club player or someone who has never touched a cricket bat in their life. For every migrant from the Indian subcontinent, the word Australia is synonymous with
2: cricket. Once migrants arrive here, cricket is what helps them feel at home. Akshay Khodot, a first class cricketer from India who lives in Melbourne now, feels he was very lucky to be playing here.
5: As a young cricketer back in India I was always curious to see how the Australians play you know, such hard cricket with, uh, with really high intensity and I've been fortunate to have been a part of the same culture for the last four, four and a half years. Experience the Australian way as they call it here. I think that's been the biggest eye-opener for me the intensity with which they play cricket and well, once the game's done once we all walk out of the ground having a beer or a drink with uh, with your teammates and the opponent that's something that enjoying the camaraderie or or the teams were in, uh, on and after the game.
1: Former Indian captain Kapil Dev felt almost the same.
6: If I say 40 years back, Australian was only australian born people now i think uh, australia also recognize the people who live there have a passport they come from any part of the world they can represent australia and then i feel proud that should be the unity unity of any country who come out and make a base and make a life out of uh, you know whichever country and he should allow to represent that and i've seen in last term say 10 years or 15 years, so many Indian, Pakistani, Sri Lankan, they come out and play for Australia and they feel proud about that.
2: I think the scenario has changed tremendously over the last four decades with more migrants from South Asia. The colour of Australia is changing as much as the colours of cricket.
1: However, migrating to a new country with a totally different culture is not an easy task even now. We know that for ourselves. Isn't that right, Sanchan?
2: Yes, of course. Most of us suffer in the first few years to understand the language, the lifestyle, the ethos, the culture, the food and everything around them.
1: For many South Asian migrants, cricket is an easy way to connect to Australia. They find friends and family on the cricket pitch, just like another first class cricketer from India, Vaibhav Deshpande, who plays club level in Victoria.
2: Being a migrant from India never really made a huge lot of difference. Both clubs that I have been a part of have embraced me uh, as one of their own. So I've, I've never felt out of place. In any shape or form, they've always taken care of how our, of our cultural roots and, and our religion and always respected that. Vaibhav is a captain of his club in Melbourne now. He has become a part of the cricketing family in this country very easily.
5: I distinctly remember being an international student. I did not have any family here. One member from St. Bridget's actually invited me to their place for Christmas lunch and, and made me a part of their family. I think that was just a fabulous, fabulous gesture.
1: But Sanchayan, it's not only about professional or serious cricketers. Australia also provides opportunities for many who would not have participated in the game back home. Tell me how many women get onto the cricket field and throw a ball or hit a boundary in Sri Lanka or Bangladesh or India?
2: For many migrant women like Tarun Sharma from Canberra, cricket gave them an opportunity to come out of their cocoon and be a part of the community.
7: Being a mom of two children and a wife and a daughter-in-law, like having that busy life and also working as a teacher, it was really hard for me to think out of box. Like I was just stuck into my everyday life, like my routine. Now I can use the word, I was stuck in it. But in the past, that was my life because I couldn't look out of it anywhere. So when I came to know about this opportunity of starting women's cricket and, and I got to participate in the first session, I was really hesitant. In my heart, I was like, I don't know what will happen, I don't know how I will go with it. So when I went to the pitch, first ball and out, that's what happened with me. But now I look back at it and it was such a wonderful experience for me because it was not about losing something. I found all the other women in the team, doesn't matter if they were from the same team or from the opposite team, they were encouraging me. They were letting me know that I did a good job to try. And that confidence or that moral support that I got out of that first experience, I took that with me. And next time when I went, I had no counter runs because I was so much into that experience. I was so much into enjoying it and looking around at other people who were like-minded. We were so much into that fun spirit.
2: Tarun now participates in charity matches every year to raise funds for the McGrath Foundation.
7: It is really not, not only something that we do to raise money for a cause, other than that, it is having the other side as well, which is so beautiful, so flourishing. I don't think there is any life without that. Like, now I think every year I look forward to it. <laughs> and if there might be any, it would be a disaster.
0: <laughs> Colours of Cricket
1: We must remember... That settling into a new culture doesn't mean you should leave your old culture behind. We all know the major challenge is to get the youngsters, the second generation, to learn about their cultural background. Cricket helps many to do that too.
2: For many like Angath Obroy, who was the co-founder of the Indian fan group Swami Army in Australia, cricket was the only connection to his cultural roots. (laughs)
4: I was only just over two years old when my family moved from India. As an individual, I didn't have much of a cultural connection to India growing up. When Indian cricket started being televised here, I fell in love with the, the Indian cricketing culture. Watching from afar, the level of fanaticism everyone had there was just infectious. It started playing a big part in forming my cultural identity it gave me something to bond over with my relatives back in India when we visited as there was not a lot that we had in common like with my cousins and my uncles and aunties as I'd spent most of my life in Australia I was very very Aussie I feel it's given me a link back to our heritage I might not watch all the Bollywood movies or keep up with Punjabi music or the politics of India but we definitely have immersed ourselves in this cricketing culture Being a part of that culture, it gives us a point of familiarity with other members of the Indian diaspora who aren't North Indian or Punjabi.
1: Cricket writer and our advisor in this podcast series, Patrick Skeen, thinks that it helps many migrants develop an Australian
8: identity. Cricket is the most unifying factor for South Asian migrant communities in Australia. And counterintuitively... In many ways, it's how you start to develop your Australian identity because you don't have an Australian identity when you hop off the plane. You feel 100% Sri Lankan or 100%. And over time, you absorb and adapt here. You become proud of living in here. You might get your citizenship, but also committing to playing cricket down here means that you are voluntarily committing to an external institution. You don't feel more Australian by joining Medicare even by joining a school, you can feel less Australian in school if you're, you're racially abused. But when you go and join that local cricket club or you join your Punjabi local league, you are mixing with other people who have had similar or more advanced Australian journeys and you see them as a role model. Well, or how do, how do they keep culture but become Australian?
5: You are listening to the Colours of Cricket.
8: Whilst
2: most suburban cricket clubs will have several players with a South Asian background, How many of them will actually make it to the elite level or realise their dream of wearing the baggy green?
9: What do you make of uh, Gurinder Sandhu, who's got the call today?
4: Uh, Fantastic talent. Good luck to him today. It's uh, probably one of the best days of your life, making your debut for Australia. Playing
1: your first match for your country is one of the best moments in any sportsperson's life. And it was no different for Gurinder Sandhu, the Australian fast bowler with Indian heritage.
3: Yeah, one of the best days of my life so far. Yeah, it was spectacular. A few of the Indian
2: fans, probably the only Aussie they were going for that day was myself. That was pretty cool. But debuting against your parents' team is not that common.
1: And Gurinder Sandhu got that opportunity. He played his first one-day international against India in 2015 at the MCG.
3: There's actually a little story um, to my parents. My mum, dad and a few family friends. Then they drove to Melbourne to come to the game and, you know, they weren't quite sure where to go exactly with the tickets for the seats. So they asked one of the security guards, you know, like, oh, where are these seats? And I think without even looking at the seats, he just sort of mentioned, oh, like the Indian seats, the Indian supporters sit, you know, around that corner over there. <laughs> and then my dad was kind of looking like, oh, no, we're actually, you know, my son's playing for Australia today. We're actually here to support Australia. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, and then he took him
2: around to the other side and and showed
3: them where to sit. So that was pretty
2: funny. Most of the first generation migrants from South Asian countries are avid fans of the countries they come from.
1: Not necessarily all of them, Sanchayan.
2: Not all, but the majority. That's why we see a sea of blue in the stadiums when Sri Lanka or India are in town.
1: And Gurinda Sandhu is pretty sure his parents are supporters of both teams.
3: I think living here for 25-30 years, I think that might have shifted that allegiance as well. But yeah, I'm sure they definitely support Australia and India. I think if you ask them, they would say they support both teams equally.
5: We don't
2: like cricket, but we love it.
5: Cricket needs sportsmanship, teamwork and cooperation. It is also a lot of fun.
2: You're listening to Colours of Cricket. We've been hearing about how cricket helped South Asian migrants in Australia. But Preeti, have you ever thought what did these cricket fanatics contribute to Australian cricket?
1: More colour, more vibe and of course, more money.
2: Yes, many cricket writers and players agree to that fact. And we'll go into those details in another episode. But for cricket in Australia, this influx of South Asian migrants brought another change as well.
9: I guess one of the obvious ways in which it's changed... Because I'm a club cricketer, I've been playing since I was nine years old, I'm 56 now. Club cricket now at grassroots level is almost unthinkable without a huge South Asian quotient. In lots of ways, it's South Asian immigrants who've kept club cricket alive in Australia.
1: This is Gideon Hay, one of the most authoritative cricket journalists and writer in Australia, who's been covering the game for almost Four decades now.
9: I think at least a third of my club members come from there. It's pretty standard in every other metropolitan club. It's probably different in in the regions of Australia, but when it comes to keeping the game alive on Saturdays and Sundays, more often than not, your most reliable players are those who are obsessive about cricket. In some ways, it's actually easier for them to play cricket in Australia than it is for them to play in their own countries. Cricket here is accessible. It's an important part of the sporting calendar. It's very well organised. There's lots of green space. It's a mode of assimilation into the larger Australian society. So that's, that's a part that I think sometimes gets underestimated here. And we tend to think of cricket taking place at international level, but in fact, at a quotidian basis, it's the playing where South Asians have made some of their biggest impacts in in this country.
2: Malcolm Conn is a senior cricket journalist and the chief cricket writer of the Sydney Morning Herald. He believes that the South Asian communities have helped to change the cricket calendar in Australia.
9: It has always been a summer game, but the thing that I found moving from Melbourne to Sydney about 15 years ago, that there was a a winter cricket competition in Sydney as well. And that winter competition was played largely by South Asian or immigrant communities and I think it's, it's terrific. It's wonderful in the middle of the football season to see people playing cricket. <laughs> so I think that uh, traditionally the, the, the calendar is you know summer and winter, but the passion for cricket from South Asian people has, has given us the extra dimension of, of the winter competition as well.
2: Herman Lotti, a sports administrator in Sydney, launched that winter T20 tournament 15 years back. He thinks that small tournaments organised by the subcontinent groups play a major role in the cricket calendar of Australia.
5: Whereas a lot of these multicultural groups that conduct their own competitions and tournaments. They have the shorter versions, the T20, the 25-over games, they have the coloured clothing, they have the prize money. They have all these sorts of attractions that you'll find that they're playing in these leagues and these competitions as opposed to your club cricket.
1: In fact, it's not just about community cricket. But the way club cricket is played in Australia has also changed in the recent years. And the South Asian migration played a major role in that.
9: Lovely shot.
2: Typical Dilchan, first boundary of the game. Tilakaratmi Dilchan is one of the most stylish batsmen the cricket world has seen in recent times.
1: He revolutionized batting, popularizing an unorthodox shot that became known as the Dil Scoop.
4: Oh, the ramp!
1: Dilshan now plays for Endeavour Hills Cricket Club, which is a district level club in Melbourne. The Sri Lankan player is not only playing alongside the upcoming players from Victoria, but also helping them understand the game better and taking the club to new heights.
2: That club in Melbourne was established in 1978. It was not a big player in the club cricket scene until recently. But after contracting Dilshan and some other players from India and the West Indies, the fate of the club changed.
1: Arun Rajendran, the president of the club, remembers how it helped.
2: If
6: you've seen the last five years of uh, sub-districts and where our ones finished, we finished bottom of the ladder, last five years in a row. And even if you go further down, the, the numbers were, we were struggling for numbers. We were struggling for sponsors. We were struggling for, struggling financially and Dilshan and Lairoo, um, we contracted. Dilshan is our um, first once captain coach. Um, so based on those two signings, if you see now, we've got large number of players here at the club. The sponsorship has gone through the roof. Financials are strong. The club is now set and we've got to build upon for the next three years to come. And we definitely do plan to bring in more international players.
2: After retiring from international cricket, Dilshan wanted to give back to the game and help the youngsters.
5: I'm not learning anything, but I'm trying to give whatever I uh, learn from international cricket last 20 years. I want to share with that experience with the youngsters and uh, that's uh, all about. I try to give my uh, everything. Uh, I'm still really enjoying. Uh, I retired cricket 2016 international cricket, but I didn't stop my playing cricket. I play here and there. I think I am giving 100% to the game. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm playing cup cricket too international.
1: It's not only Dilshan, but players like Lahiru Thirumane from Sri Lanka, Unmukh Chan from India and many more. There are a few other clubs doing the same thing, which is giving young, upcoming players the opportunity to play alongside the legends of the game.
2: It helps the youngsters in a huge way. Here's what Stefan Thomas and Chris Ryan, second division players in the Endeavour Hills Cricket Club, point out.
9: Prior to Dilshan and Tirumana and stuff coming down, the club was, I'd say, mediocre at best. But having the experience of Dilshan and Thirumana and stuff, we've learnt a lot. The fitness side of things, just uh, what we needed to work on. Also, I think fielding drills have really improved. You know, everything's on like an international sort of level. It's
4: just been an amazing ride this year, like just training with the internationals, you know, getting that experience. So I've just been working with Dilshan and Susanta in the nets and they've like helped me technically. And yeah, it's, it's been great.
1: It's not only such clubs which play in the division and league that keep the game alive around the year in Australia. There are hundreds of small community clubs around the country. They come together and play because of their passion for the game. Listen to Salman Anwar, the president of Bangladesh Super League in Sydney, a tournament for Bangladeshi migrants which is growing every year.
3: Bangladesh Super League is only for Bangladeshi cricketers. So there are 30 Bangladeshi teams and around 600 plus Bangladeshi players. So the motivation is cricket, basically. So from an organizer point, we love cricket. We want to do something for Sydney people, you know. So everyone is working voluntarily, as I said. It's all about the passion and the love of cricket. And on the cricket teams, we do live games as well, which go through live via Facebook page and YouTube. So... It's the answer is it's all coming from that cricket word, which is the motivation for everyone.
5: Colors of cricket.
2: When you look at the international cricket scene, Nepal is not yet a big player, but youngsters from the Nepali community here are also getting active in cricket. Listen to what Rankumar Shrestha, the president of the Launceston Nepali Cricket Club in Tasmania, has to say. Bigot, uh... We started our
8: club only for social bonding. The club now provides a new identity for us in northern Tasmania. Cricket is getting popular within our community, but the club also has gone from strength to strength for the last few years. And
2: now we play in the Tasmania Cricket League.
1: And in fact, many major clubs and franchises in the Big Bash League have identified this opportunity and are focusing on these new migrants. For example, the BBL franchise Melbourne Renegades runs a community cricket tournament focusing on the South Asian communities. It has teams named after India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh and many more, as explained by Akshay Khodot.
5: From a migrant's perspective, I think there are a lot of avenues. You've got the Melbourne Renegades Champions League, which tries to engage with cricketers from India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, and Nepal. So there are these kind of competitions where, you know, get close to 100, 150 cricketers from diverse backgrounds get together and have a fun-filled tournament. There was also the International Students Day competition, which was held by Cricket Victoria in the last three years. It's, again, for migrant students who, or international students who come here to um, take on studies, so they try and use cricket as a vehicle to um, just build some social cohesion or making, you know, giving the students the opportunity to meet new friends and make new friends. You've also got various competitions held by the Harmony in Cricket Association, which is another initiative by Cricket Victoria. Talking about community cricket,
2: another international player comes to mind: Ganesh Mailwaganam. Although a Tamil from the island of Sri Lanka, he ended up playing international cricket for United Arab Emirates in the World Cup before coming to Australia. He says, while cricket is a religion in most of South Asia, in Australia, the game is instrumental in taking away the daily pressures and immigrant faces, and even more so when one is a refugee. Cricket
6: is a religion in the subcontinent and it takes away all those... Uncertainties for a lot of guys who are coming from the subcontinents, especially as a refugees. It's called the gentleman game, and if you are a cricketer, it doesn't matter how you are, from where you come. People do speak to you, and I can't remember when I came here and when whenever I said I represented uh, in the 1990 World Cup. Uh, guys, a lot of guys used to really prepare to have a long chat to me regarding how did i get there and what my experience it does really unite people and people are willing to spend time with you and when it comes to the refugee community uh, there are a lot of kids from the south especially taken up the game and if you look at some of the senior teams there are a lot of guys especially who are refugees are part of the game and which really gives them some sort of a self-confidence to be part of the community i would say
1: isn't that so heartwarming to hear how cricket is helping refugees?
2: Not sure if you heard of Ocean 12. It's a cricket team in Australia. After a rough journey to Australia by boat from Sri Lanka in 2012, a few young asylum seekers formed a cricket team and named it Ocean 12. The team has won the Australian Championships for the Last Man Stands T20 in 2016 and 2019. They were helped by Noeline Nagel a retired sports teacher who volunteered with the Blue Mountains Refugee Support Group.
0: They were a group of individuals, quite traumatised, totally unsure about what they were doing. Many of them had never really played cricket before, but I think it's in their blood because it took two, three months before them to they gelled as a team. And when they did, they rarely did. Sport has, especially team sport, has a wonderful power of uniting people it builds bridges it creates dialogue it creates competition which is healthy and it gives individuals within that team the ability to excel in their given area and we've seen this with ocean 12.
1: Cricket is changing rapidly. Franchise cricket like Indian Premier League and Big Bash League is breaking down many barriers that had
2: always existed. None other than Kapil Dev emphasised that fact to us. He believes IPL played a major role in bringing the cultures together.
6: On the field, they are still rivals, but they play so much cricket within each other. They come to know other culture, and that's what is required at top two. Uh, the cricket administration, they have made it possible to know each other's uh, country's thoughts. We've
2: been listening to Colors of Cricket, a podcast by SBS.
1: Our production lead is Deju Shivadas.
2: And the series producers are Sahil Makar, Avas Parajuli, Matsal Patel. Piki Jabal and me, Kulasegram
1: With input from the nine South Asian language programs at SBS and external advisor, Patrick Skeen.
2: For more information, head to sbs.com.au slash colours of cricket.